Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Kita Wrestling. Check out the rest of our audio offerings, including episodes of Legion of Raw with Vince Russo every Monday night into Tuesday, Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel every Friday into Saturday, and content nearly six days a week, including pay-per-view post shows. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, check out all these shows in our video versions on YouTube and Facebook Watch. Is Raw going old school? We'll get into all that. The ratings fall out from the weekend and so much more. It's Sports Keto Wrestling's top story of the day. Share that link of your stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What a weekend in wrestling. What a weekend. It was a great weekend in wrestling, guys. Uh, We were spoiled. We were spoiled. I am Kev Kelm. That is the delightful Jose G down in Florida. Uh, We hope you're doing well. We hope you're staying safe wherever you are. And, of course, checking out all the news at sportskeeda.com and subscribing to the channel if you have not done so. All right, let's keep it going here. 22,000 is doable. We're there. We're almost there. Help us out. Get us there. All right, so if you aren't aren't checking this, I know a lot of people watch this on Facebook, but definitely start checking this out on YouTube. We have exclusive interviews up there right now with Paul Heyman. A lot of people talking about that interview. We'll get into some cryptic messages he's been sending recently since that interview, but a great interview where he talks about his relationship with Roman Reigns. Why Roman Reigns in the uh, a better scape of wrestling. And that goes beyond WWE is the top performer. Uh, He also goes into the, his vision of what a, a dub, like where, they fit into all this with with all of it. Where NXT is in the mix, a lot of interesting stuff he said about the bloodline as a faction too, which is quite interesting here. And uh, we'll then get into all that interview. Too. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's really worth watching. Uh, kudos to Rick Ricuccino and and big thanks to WWE's PR department for uh, getting this that connection here. And also, like this isn't like a fluff interview. This was like an interview where it's good. Yeah, he he asked he asked real questions. He had a lot to say. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, go ahead and hit that like button if you're enjoying the content and get on screen. Uh, a lot of people with different takes. Yes, we will talk about the ratings saying we will get into the We're ratings. Gonna get into We're going to get into it. First, though, let's get into old school Raw. This is the big news of the day. Uh, news trickling out that we're getting another old school edition of my Raw. We haven't gotten these. Obviously, we didn't. I don't think we got one. We got a slight version of this during the Thunderdome. Did we we did. Like yeah, this? we got an old school SmackDown. Yeah, so uh, which was which was enjoyable. I think they have a little bit more fun doing these on Raw. These are the opportunity to do the Parade of Legends type thing that WWE likes to do. Uh, WWE has been doing this for a long time now. Uh, they've mm-hmm. been playing on their nostalgia for a long time. Nostalgia is a big part of what they are. That is why a lot of people are wrestling fans to begin with. Uh, and this one looks like it's going to happen in early 2022. What's the latest on it, Jose? Yeah, man. So uh, Andrew Zarian, our good friend Andrew Zarian of the Matt Man podcast, uh, he actually revealed today that he got a source uh, that is uh, talking about WWE that's bringing back a the retro Raw idea. That's what they're going with. They're going with retro Raw, not calling it old school Raw for, for, uh, for right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's going to be coming back in January. There hasn't been an exact date revealed, but it is going to be sometime in January. WWE's been known to do this all the time, every every Usually it's at the top of the year, usually in some point in January. There has been some times in the past where they have skipped a few years, uh, but traditionally they usually do it at the top of the year, usually a few weeks right before Royal Rumble. Uh, So this might be something 
to maybe tease some of the old school guys making an appearance in the Rumble. Who knows? But it's always good to get these old school Raws because it always brings, you know, the uh, the, the old school's uh, eyes to the product that grew up watching Hulk Hogan, that grew up watching these guys. They're going to want to tune in, and that's probably going to be a big ratings bringer uh, for WWE. Michael's texting in saying, I want Retro Raw storyline. He wants some type of storyline with Retro Raw. Well, who knows? I mean, WWE's been doing big payoffs on uh you know television recently they've been doing yeah Big E winning the title they could have done that on a pay-per-view and they didn't do that uh it's certainly be interesting uh steven chambers texting i'm big fan of the show thank you so much steve you watch all the time i see you there it says bringing back the ico pro commercials they did that um i think at the, the they did the, it for smackdown yeah the old school smackdown they had like they had someone doing uh, I, ico pro commercials it was pretty funny don't know what those are look up the supplement system that wwe sold and what about this comment it. here mikey messier Storylines in WWE? Come on, uh, Mikey! You've been drinking the Kool Aid, pal. <laughs> you've been drinking. The, you, you're, you're not. You're not drinking the Kool Aid. You're swimming in it, pal. Uh, I get it. Some people don't like the storylines, but then they do have storylines. So there you go. Uh, so other people with different ideas here uh, chiming in about maybe different things they want to see. What do you want to see on Old School Raw? I know there's some fans who are now in their 20s, and old school to them is mid 2000s you know yeah. like they want to see carlito <laughs> and they want to see they want to see the divas and they want to see kelly kelly and they want to see uh, i would love to see victoria they want to see people from uh, you know 2002 2003 beyond i can agree with that i think that, i think that'd be fun like a yeah. santino appearance would be fun he's done some uh, things for them there here and there but that's what I mean, it is it's a feel-good show you know i mean i think if they could book batista that would be a good grab for a monday night raw you know for an old school raw if they can have him do an appearance or something um i think that'll bring a lot of eyes mm -hmm. uh i don't know yeah i think you're absolutely right it, you know our old school is not necessarily the old school that you know these 20 year olds are, are referring to you know they grew up you know watching jeff hardy uh, doing having a singles title run, they wa they they grew up watching Batista. They grew up watching Carlitos. So yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. What is this cryptic message from Paul Heyman? Oh man, <laughs> well you know, guys, uh, you know Paul Heyman's been all over media all the weekend, not only here at Sports Kita, but at many other news outlets as well. Uh, but today, Paul Heyman uh, put up a tweet for WWE. And it reads as follows. It says, quote, exclusive spoiler for WWE Crown Jewel, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. This Thursday, live on Peacock and WWE Network. I hate to spoil the ending of what's the biggest box office match of 2021. But ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. And mm -hmm. I will be walking down the aisle at Crown Jewel with the reigning defending undisputed wwe universal heavyweight champion and i assure you i will be leaving crown jewel with the wwe universal heavyweight champion end quote he'll be leaving with the wwe universal heavyweight champion he's entering with the universal champion and leaving with the universal champion i how will cryptic, say this this storyline can you get this storyline, I I assume Paul has a great influence on it. Well, I you do these contract signings. Well, they, they do these contract signings. They've done with Roman and Brock before. They but they had different roles. One was a babyface. One was a heel. Right. Um, Brock is doing very little and getting so much out of it. 
that that simple thing where Roman was laughing at him on Friday night saying you didn't sign, you didn't look at that contract, the whole contract thing. We've seen it before. A clever little spin on it. Him saying something very simple like, well, I had my advocate, Paul Heyman, look over it. Because the whole idea is whose side is Paul on? Is Paul going to cost them the match? And, and the thing is, you know these two guys are going to brutalize each other. We've seen that before. We know we can get a really intense match out of them. Uh, but the, the roles are completely different, and the storyline is very compelling for that reason. You know you're going to get physicality. That's a given. You know That's the steak. The steak's already there. What's the sauce? And Paul Heyman is the sauce in this. In this Paul Heyman degree. is indeed the sauce, man. I mean, just his performances in all the backstage promos that he's had with Roman Reigns when he is tear jerking with his eyes bloodshot red, my triple Niagara chief. Falls coming out of chief. his eyes. Dude, give that guy an Oscar. Give the guy an Emmy, for God's sakes. That I don't see any other actors doing a performance like Paul Heyman's doing. For God's sakes, give the man an Emmy. And I think he's been not only the the, uh, the sauce of this storyline, but he's been the most captivating part of this storyline. Uh, other people chiming in about what they want to see in this retro raw. Timothy Carter says, let's bring back everyone from 2000 to 2004. He has a cutoff. <laughs> those, those are the best. Truly, <laughs> versus Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold versus The Rock. Uh, that, that was a good time. I agree with that. Uh, I think you get the rock for anything. That'd be great. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Tommy always with this says, keep Hogan's and Goldberg's away. Well, go Hogan and Goldberg will be there. I, I'm fairly certain of that. He goes, use present talents on the roster. Bring Kevin and Jose to host raw. Well, I'll take that. I they can, already have a Kevin. I can, Kevin Padrick. I, I, I have to change my name. Second, I definitely agree with that second half of that statement. What? To bring what? the Kevin and Jose to host raw. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was just saying that you only agree with you. You getting the <laughs> no, no, you and I as a wait, unit, wait, bro. Come on, man. I want to throw you under the bus. Don't like leave that. me like, behind, Jose. Kevin. I thought F we were Kevin. bros. I thought we were bros. <laughs> love this comment by Justin Truett. You gotta love Heyman. No one spins a story like he does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Check Absolutely. out the interview, guys. If you haven't yeah. done it yet, check out the the full interview with Rick Uccino on our YouTube channel right now. Great. It is absolutely great. Some of the best takes you'll get uh, from Paul Heyman. So let's get into this. Uh, we, we have more stories here, but we weren't planning on this. But I said we got it. We got to touch on it. We got to touch on it. So Friday night, we get the, we get the, the Friday night skirmish because we can't call it a full-on fight. Uh, SmackDown, due to playoff baseball, uh, is pushed to Friday nights on FS1. And they say because we know we're going to have that disruption there. We know it's going to take some while for people to find us. We don't want to lose ton of our viewers like they would if they were on cable based to network right it's just available homes uh they put the show on fs1 they do an extra half hour commercial free which would then go immediately into the time of aew uh rampage an hour-long show that airs at 10 eastern 9 central uh so uh tony khan got really really mad i mean quite the kerfuffle and said that he was excited to defeat uh wwe uh and, and their a show have his b show basically defeat their a show so we have news coming in today from Showbuzz Daily. We had the fast national numbers, a thing I didn't know about until a week ago, right? Uh, and now uh, those are usually not released publicly, so those started to get out. Uh, Friday night's live supersized SmackDown drew an audience, reportedly, an overnight viewership. So this is just Friday into Saturday, complete ratings, of 866,000 within the United States, according to Nielsen Ratings. Uh, those final numbers are about 60% down from what they would be doing on the Fox network, but that's kind of expected. 
Uh, it did a two. It did a zero point two four uh, overall. Uh, this is down. Obviously, things are down. But you compare this to the last time they were on FS1, uh, they did around a million. So that that that's that's about one hundred and forty thousand off. Now the issue is, what did they do up against Rampage? Rampage drew a zero point two four for their whole hour. But who won that specific time frame there uh, in the half hour? And it's being there's different reports here. Uh, to compare, uh, SmackDown Rampage tied for the demographic overall. But it's kind of weird to say that number, considering SmackDown was on air for two and a half hours. Rampage mm-hmm. was on for an hour and a half. So there's a lot of competing different ideas of who won what. and What was the viewership the- for Rampage? Yeah. Uh, and then also, mind you, you know, the ALCS MLB game is what won the night. Everyone knew that mm-hmm. was going to happen. That isn't too much of a shocker. Uh, and and you also you got to consider that it should be noted, you know, <laughs> This is uh, the, the, it's also worth noting that uh, SmackDown also aired on on network television on some off affiliates, my network, which are kind of like sub broadcast affiliates. They do this in Chicago, New York, mm-hmm. uh, and those drew an extra ninety thousand. So they're probably well over a million on this show. Uh, and then uh, AEW Rampage just about fifty thousand. They did about five fifty, I believe is the number I'm looking at here. Final rating was five seventy eight, five seventy eight uh, for Nielsen. That's their overall. Uh, and this is up. This is up about fifteen percent from last week. So a lot more interest on in the night in general. So I bet you that the tie demographic is probably the real hardcore fan that had both shows going yes. simultaneously, which is I am included in that bracket because I was watching both shows at the same time, and I'm sure there was millions of people or thousands of people that were doing the same exact thing. Uh, yeah, it's all, it's also like they, you know, they're doing pretty good on the 18 to 49, uh, viewers overall. This is a pretty significant number for AEW for them week to week because the Rampage show has been down. You know, this show opened up gangbuster business with CM Punk in the second week and is down more than half of that number. And that was kind of expected, right? So, uh, we'll see what happens here. Those are the ratings numbers. I know people are going to debate about them. It is worth noting SmackDown will be on FS1 again. Uh, coming uh, coming up here October 29th uh, due to the World Series falling on that night. Fox wants it on network television, so that's what's going to happen there. Uh, and they will have a half an hour, an hour-long edition of Talking Smack, which will go on. My expectation is that will be turned into a third hour of Raw or SmackDown. That'll be turned into like a pop-up. So, hey, we got an extra hour of TV. Well, guess what? This match isn't over. I don't know if you mm-hmm. want to do that with a network television audience. They want to see something end and the network news comes on, right? Uh, I don't know if you want to do that with the broadcast audience. So that is what happens there. Let's get to our third story. Before before we get into our third story, I did mm-hmm. want to get your take on something really, hip, uh, really sure. quick. The matchups that we got. Great. That scuff. Okay. On Rampage, we had Suzuki and Brian simultaneously on SmackDown. We had a tag team championship street fight that then led in to Becky versus Sasha. And then you and then you had to rush to get that contract signing in there. And then you got a CM Punk versus Matt Seidel situation too. Mm, so, riches. Riches, dude. Riches. I thought unbelievable uh, the best... counter 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 programming. Yeah. Very, very well done. And it's also a lot of people want to try and contribute and throw on the the YouTube number onto the TV number. You can't do that. That's like that's like saying points you scored in tennis apply to points you score in baseball. It's just that they can't. They're two different things. It's two different things, you know? It is. But so uh, I thought Suzuki and Danielson had the best match of the night. But, I mean, 
it's a night where it felt like you were getting it's so a different much good match stuff. though it's it's match. such a different style yeah. of match when you look at when you look at that matchup it was very new japan it, it wasn't a wwe type of match it wasn't even an AEW if, a, if you can call AEW a style of matchup right but this is not daniel bryan's usual go-to style this was very different for daniel bryan it was a slower paced match but it was very insanely hard-hitting uh for daniel bryan i thought that was one of daniel bryan or brian danielson's best performances overall to date even including wwe and but the matchups that they had on on smackdown were just as good but i think that because minoru suzuki was on that buy-in i think that probably just really caught a lot more attention and probably gave a little bit of a, a better performance because we don't get to see minoru suzuki in the united states no, it's very rare. He's only doing a handful of matches. He's going to do some stuff for Impact through their partnership between New Japan and, and Impact Wrestling. And obviously, in New Japan and AEW have a relationship to year together as well. Uh, it's worth noting he hasn't won any big matches. I mean, they, they could feed him some big guys, but he's lost to big stars in AEW. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he's a 53-year-old guy who's a legend already. You know, what does he actually need to win in this regard what does he need to go back to japan with those young lions look good man just make them look great Uh, so i mean so that's worth noting there uh so let's get in this third story here let's get in this yes sir carrying cross back in the news made headlines a few months ago when he was uh, making his way up from nxt with that ridiculous mask that everybody was oh boy uh just going off on him well guys (laughs) if you thought that was a drastic change get ready because there's more to come carrying cross there's reportedly more character changes in store for carrying cross the current plan is to shift cross's character on the main roster again this is coming from wrestle votes and the idea is for cross to be more of a psycho yet still calm and cool type of character uh apparently the helmet is still staying so <laughs> For all you guys that absolutely hated that helmet, tough for y'all because you're still going to get it. Uh, but they're still not bringing Scarlet, so there's still no news on what's going up, uh, what's going on with Scarlet when she's going to be w- making her way up. Uh, he's still going to keep that stupid helmet, but uh, I guess only time will tell when Scarlet makes uh, makes her way up to the main roster and hopefully by side by side to Karen Cross. Uh, here's the thing. I think he's a capable guy of doing something. I can say from the, the work he got to do before he was in WWE. And uh, mind you, when he went to NXT, they did a great job of producing. He had this wonderful entrance. Oh, absolutely. The theme song was great. And, and I think they're, they tried to do something like that with him on raw with this new gear, but Scarlet is a big part of what he does. Uh, and I think they, they, that's the missing element, right? And he has alluded to her coming back in interviews and stuff like that, but he hasn't flat out said she's coming back. You know, uh, I'm of the thought there, there's some reason why she's not there. And we, we don't know exactly what that is. Uh, and I, I just got to get rid of that mask or at least spruce it up. It looks to, he's a gigantic guy and it looks mm-hmm. like he's wearing a mascot mask. You know, he looks like he's a mascot for a team or something. <laughs> Y'all ready to this? And I don't even mind the gear, like the, the, the outfit, like, the outfit he's wearing, I don't mind that. That, that I was like, that kind of like lines up with like his whole like 
Kratos a walking Spartan helmet, you know, as opposed to having his face covered, have like a Spartan helmet where it comes down the middle of his nose. Have it fit him. Yeah. You know, like he's a gigantic guy, and the thing just looks. They so... got a great costume department. They can yeah, execute. Yeah, I it. don't know. I mean, it just looks odd. There's a better way to do it. You know, there's a better I, way to. I do agree. It. I agree. Because uh, you look at what the Viking Raiders, and they come out there with stuff like that, and they look good. You know, they they don't look like, like and they're mind you, it's ridiculous, right? It's a ridiculous concept to say the least. But uh, spruce it up, spruce it up a little bit. Uh, I also think he's not a done deal. People write it off. Oh, they killed his career. They did this. Da, 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 da. Like nah. people said that about the New Day ten years ago, and look where those things went. You know, uh, people said that about a bunch of different characters who were able to turn things around and and, and turn it into something. Uh, you know, Otis wasn't supposed to get over. Otis isn't what he once was, right? But Otis was a character when he came into the main roster. It was like this guy's done on delivery. He's not going to be over. Over like Rover. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler just had to introduce his name, and he was able to turn that into something. So I think writing people off is is kind of unnecessary. Uh, we have some big stuff tonight on SmackDown, or excuse me, Monday Night Raw, rather, <laughs> uh, as we will have the semifinals of the Queen's Crown Tournament, which I have heard a lot of complaints about, just not having enough TV time. A lot of people upset about that. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the semifinal on the Raw side between Xavier and Jinder Mahal. Uh, I think the Queen's Crown, it, it, I feel that's Dewdrop's title to win. I think that's her, her, I think I she's getting nothing there. I hope it's Shayna Baszler, bro. You hope it's Shayna Baszler? I hope it's Shayna because Shayna deserves to get that massive push that she didn't Following get. Following Friday night ago. on SmackDown, I could see Naomi running out tonight and costing her something, just jumping brands just to mess things up. So that's just me. That'd be uh, cool. It would be it would be wild. It'd be wild. Uh, yeah, other people saying that Bay Baszler needs a win. I agree, she needs a win, but it could be crazy here. Uh, now, obviously, uh, Xavier Woods has been open about saying the the pinnacle of his career is not being a world champion. Favorite, it's being the king of the ring, and he mm-hmm. wants the crown. And give me my crown. I want my crown. Uh, that he has to win this match. He has to, and especially he, with G four right around the corner. You want the a guy that not only is a high-profile media presence, but this is going to be a really great crossover for WWE into that space of G4, which is a few weeks away. So Xavier has to win this. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people with different takes here. A lot of people just down on WWE. Louis saying, I hope is a draw in them tournament. I, I can't... Shiz well, is bad in WWE. Doesn't have a purpose no more. I don't. I don't. I don't understand exactly what you're trying to to say there. Well, he uh, did have a comment a little bit earlier. I read some a, a comment of his earlier, pretty much uh, sending Vince McMahon to hell. Uh, creativity in WWE is just lazy. I don't know if it's just lazy. Maybe it's just not something that appeals to you. That's okay. Uh, so, and some of it doesn't appeal to me. So, and then some of it is lazy. And then some of it's uh, very interesting. It depends. You know what I mean? It depends. It depends what you're watching. It's also like what storyline, too. You know exactly. what I mean? It's, it's, always, exactly. it's also like what storyline is going on. I think the Queen's Crown is upsetting. I've enjoyed the King of the Ring. Uh, I, th- I thought I, I thought agree. Finn Balor and Sami Zayn had an incredible match on SmackDown. I thought that was really good. That was really good. one of the, yeah. Ever since they're about in NXT, if, you know, almost six years ago, that was the first time they've really kind of matched up in a long time. And I think they absolutely killed it. They, they did a great job with that matchup. And mm-hmm. it actually gives you a reason to watch too, because it's a tournament. There's stakes. Every match wins. Every every, every match, match every, matters. Everyone, every match wins in terms of matter, in terms of meaning, in terms of mm-hmm. uh, you know purpose and elevating someone. 
this Crown Jewel show, I know every show in Saudi Arabia is, is controversial just for being in Saudi Arabia, right? Uh, but I am, I do think on paper this is an interesting show. You know, like you know, and this is a very good show. This yeah, is a, this on is paper. a stack stack card on paper. Absolutely, I think, uh, man, I don't think SummerSlam SummerSlam wasn't even this stack, dude. And it's a long show too. This is gonna be like I think because they have it in the afternoon. I don't. I think they're gonna go a little bit longer. Uh, special start time at noon Eastern. If you're watching the show, maybe you want to skip out of work, figure something out. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, having and- a special post show right after the crown jewel here on the sports keto wrestling channel. And afterwards, we're also going to have an international trivia. So we're going to be doing that later in the night. Thursday international. Night. International around superstars. The world around yeah. the world. So apparently, apparently I'm, I'm like the, uh, the, the, the designated guy. Cause apparently Sid SP three couldn't make it to this matchup. So, so you know you what? Title they, call, they call the workhorse. They, that's who they call. <laughs> They call the workhorse of SK Wrestling because I'm on your screen every single day. And if you don't believe me, check out the YouTube. Check Check it out. Every single day you see the workhorse of SK Wrestling is coming. Now, I don't have a title opportunity, but if I beat him. (laughs) Well, they pulled the title? They pulled the title opportunity from you? No, this is not a title match. It's not a title trivia. But... I am doing my job as the workhorse of SK Wrestling to be in that trivia. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you guys had a good time. Hope you enjoyed uh, just enjoying our show. We do it a late afternoon. Top Story airs Monday through Friday right around this time. So make sure your notifications are on. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Kita on YouTube. Check out our podcast channel uh, available in your ears as well. We have our Dominic Mysterio interview up there as well. Uh, Full episodes of our SmackDown AEW Rampage review show with Dutch Mantel. We'll have Vince Russo come up later tonight after Monday Night Raw. A lot of content. It never ends because when you're watching wrestling, you have to do this very, very important thing, which is what? Guys, the most important thing you got to do is enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling, guys. Have a good night. Enjoy it. Bye. Bye.